This week, we learn about the ska-themed cologne, Odoo Pick It Up. If you want to smell good, stay tuned. Welcome to On The Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm RJ Phoenix. And I am very excited about this week's episode. Now, this week it's just us. I mean, it's just us. I mean, I know I'm super exciting, (laughs) but why are you so excited, Matt? You know, and this isn't ever, you know, I hope this doesn't come across as like a slap to like the people that come on the show. But sometimes it's nice to change the routine up and, you know, change the schedule and just... Chit-chat about some Ska-related topics, maybe get a deeper dive of different things, so I think it's... It's kind of getting back to the roots of the show. Yeah. Everything but the soundboard. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I miss that soundboard, to be honest with you. (laughs) Do you really? Um, I don't know, there was just... Maybe it was just Aaron's, like, improv skills and stuff that I just sort of, like really you know, yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't so much the soundboard itself but just aaron's a really great improv guy so um you know there are moments where i, like, I see what you're saying i see what you're saying right, cool, <laughs> that cool, isn't cool. a slap you i i'll uh I, this is my two weeks notice <laughs> <laughs> i mean technically you only need to give a two weeks notice to a job that pays you you can just quit in the middle of this show and i'll i mean i like you too much to do that <laughs> um but yeah so i you know and i'm kind of just i think i'm excited because you know coming out of uh bruce gaska just like yeah it was such a fun time you know meeting people and hanging out but before we get into the deep dive of what is bruce gaska how has your week been? How has what what did you do over the weekend? Anything cool or fun? Uh, well, I mean, we've been gone for two weeks, uh, so you know, That's it's true. more than one weekend to talk about. Uh, but to be honest, uh, the first the over Labor Day weekend, uh, Allison did get it together. She went to her big wrestling event in Chicago, mm. which she absolutely loved. She actually got uh, seats uh, three uh, rows back from ringside, mm-hmm. so she was going friggin' nuts when CM Punk came out. Uh, so she was a very happy lady. Uh, so I didn't do much that weekend. I just took care of the kitty cats, you know, kick yeah. back. Uh, and then last weekend, you know, I just kind of really wanted to spend time with my lady because I had just been missing her for four days. Right. And uh, to end, of course, taking care of the cats. I, I love <laughs> them kitty cats. Uh, but other than that, not, not too much is going on. Still working on that two disc ska mix history of ska for my buddy, Jeremy. Oh, uh, no. Sorry, Jeremiah. Um, and yeah, no, just. And, and getting jealous when I see on uh, Instagram that my boy Todd was all excited that he saw you at Bruce Gascot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Todd, you don't post every day. You walk into the office and see me. Like, I feel I'm hurt. I, I'm i wounded. Even. Yeah, it's because he sees you every day at work. He's like, he, he doesn't randomly <laughs> find you. He works with you. Uh, so, yeah, I, it was so. So when he um, I'm terrible with face and plus like. I'm terrible with faces and I can tell yeah. when someone is looking at me and they know me and I'm just like, I'm oh, going to, I'm going to walk over there and start completely. talking to them. And I have no idea. And, yeah. you know, Todd was nice enough to sort of like, you know, yeah. quickly give me that frame of reference. Um, 
And so that have, was nice. I have that problem too. I once met a girl and I was like, we really hit it off. And I was like, oh, we got to hang out sometime. It's so great meeting you tonight. And she's like, this is the third time we've met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think it's sort of like because someone's only like a personality on like an Instagram thing. So maybe the little circle of their pro profile pic is like yeah. really small so you never really focus on it yeah and if they don't post a ton of pictures of themselves yeah um then maybe oh you I, mean like me i i yeah. don't post that many pictures of me as usually pictures of peeps right but a lot of people actually do it that way so yeah. it's not just you yeah. um but yeah so but I was Matt, little... you're like doing story time singing along the songs I, i've seen them yeah well there was no reception in where Bruce Gascow was. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't... Um, I guess I probably, if I tried, probably could have gotten a few out during the day. <laughs> but I was just so like... Enjoy I, the moment, man. Yeah, exactly. I would take videos yeah. of stuff and then I'd put my phone away. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, Todd gave me crap, a little bit of crap. for That's being Todd. For being on the VIP section. He's like, oh, Mr. VIP section. <laughs> I was like, really? I just paid the extra money so I could have, you know, shade. That's shade, it. That's yeah. the only thing I cared about. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it was the only thing, like, really all that different. Oh, um, really? You kind of had a private, like, bar section where you could go and get drinks. Um, yeah, but Todd said it wasn't that hard to get drinks there even for the normal No, people. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because the, the, it... Um, they had so, they had such a big bar section. I, yeah. I swear there had to be like seven or eight like windows oh, and wow. it just wasn't that difficult. Um, so yeah, it didn't really matter, but shade, <laughs> like, shade, that's shade and a bigger and bigger porter potties. I could tell you that. Oh, um, nice. Which I only used once while I was there. Um, and it, it was like a hot box inside. I don't Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember back to the beach. Yeah. They yeah. were, they were relatively clean. Cause I went pretty early on in the day and I, and it was relatively <sighs> clean within the porter potty yeah. itself. Now, the moment you look down the, the hole, that's well, never clean down there. <laughs> yeah. So you, you kind of just, <laughs> you kind of, you know, you try not to look, but that's the, that was the only part that was like, okay, remember, just look up. Everything else yeah, was yeah, fine. Yeah. Everything else was yeah. clean in there. Uh, I don't. I can't say much for the rest of the day because the thing went on till like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, d I don't know what it looked like by like you know five and five in the evening. I have no idea because um, <laughs> I didn't go after that. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. So okay, so before I get into like performances and all that, yeah. I do want to mention uh, a couple of people that I sort of like made friends with while I was there that really kind of oh, cool. like I hung out with. Um, first of all, when I go to these things, most of the time when I go to concerts, I'm by myself. Um, uh, yeah, my yeah. wife, doesn't. until I developed a small crew to go to shows with me or people I'd run into at yeah. shows. Same. Yeah. I mean, there's always people I know who are going to the shows, yeah. but generally I show up by myself. And yeah. so, um, I kind of was just hanging out by myself and then pretty early on, somewhere around, I don't know, it was after Bite Me Bambi, I think. So it was probably around like 2 o'clock or something. Um, I was I was walking to get a drink. Yeah. And this gentleman came up and introduced himself. Um, and his name was um, Jacob. And he okay. kind of told me, like, 
you know, his like Instagram screen name and that he'd messaged us. And I, and I think we had like read his Instagram messages. He was like, Hey man, you know, I really enjoy the podcast. He's a pool guy. So he, he's like, I, you know, when I'm cleaning pools, I'm listening to your show. And he's like, I don't really, he's like, I don't really do the Patreon things, but man, if you want, if you want a couple drinks or or some food later, just, you know, (laughs) let, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll get you something. And I was just like, well, right now I'm I'm walking to get a drink. He's like, sure. Yeah. And so we walk up and <laughs> uh and I, I just I got a Coke and a water. And by the way, the water there was basically looked like it was a beer because it was oh, in a really? can, like a Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like it looked like a tall boy kind of thing. <laughs> That's awesome. It was called Liquid Death. I was like, was it Liquid Death? Yeah, yeah. immediately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, which, by the way, it was pretty good water. And being, oh, that's good. When it was ice cold, like, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a Coke as well. And uh, and then I just kind of hung out with him. He introduced me yes. to his buddy um, uh, who was there with him named Brent. Uh, so Brent, um, I th- okay, so here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, I do remember Jacob buying me stuff like right there at the beginning, yeah. but then there were different times where we kind of ended up in a group together and different people like bought me stuff or like, oh, would, wow. they, well, they would, it would be like someone would be like, okay, I'm going to get a VIP drink. and the VIP. Jeez, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it wasn't like they, they bought the group stuff and I just yeah, yeah, yeah. folded into the group at one point. Yeah. And so like, so I think Brent went up there and I think he brought me back like a water one time. Cause they, oh, nice. they kind of quickly learned that I, I don't drink and yeah. it's not about any religious or I'm not like an alcoholic and I, and I abstain from yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr- drinking. I, straight edge. I get it. No, it's I see the X tattoos on your hand. Don't, I, you don't have to hide them. It's just, I don't like the taste of alcohol. And the funny thing is Jacob was like, he's like, I totally get you, man. Um, I remember the first time I had alcohol, I just spit it right out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I think it was like, cause I drank it the first time when I was like 11, when I was a kid, like me and a friend. The first like, time I had beer right around that time, I picked it up uh, a glass that was left out by an aunt or an uncle. And I thought it was uh, something else. And it turned out to be beer. Hated it. <laughs> and so like my friend, when we were like 10 or 11 or something like that, like we just grabbed a beer from his parents, like, refrigerator yeah. and we're like we sneak it over in the corner and we're like we're gonna drink this and you know sure enough uh this is terrible yeah. um so i i used to also hate whiskey when me and my cousin would try to sneak it from his parents i'm yeah. like why does anyone drink now we, oh yeah whiskey's great so is beer but like as a kid no 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 i, I waited till i was i have actually 21 yeah i have actually learned to like like a really sweet rum and coke like that tends to be something I can get behind, yeah. uh, but that's about it. And they didn't really no, have no, no tiki drinks. Um, I don't think I've ever had anything too. I suppose you could probably put, I think I could talk you into some tiki. Drinks you someday. could probably, what's something, what's an, isn't there an alcoholic drink with orange juice in it? What's that called? I can't that's, think. That's a screwdriver. It's orange juice and vodka. Oh, Maybe sunrise, if you, maybe if juice, you t- tequila and grenadine, if you turn it into orange juice and uh, rum, I'll probably, Oh, oh, that sounds barbaric. <laughs> There's also mimosa, which is champagne, and uh, uh, I don't really juice. like champagne. I'm not a huge champagne yeah. fan. I, I, I like gin. I like whiskey. I like some beers. So I like rums and my tiki drinks. So, so my original whole point was to say, 
I believe at some point, J- uh, not Brent only, also bought you. Yeah, Brent also bought me. And I just want to thank them, you know, officially on the show. I hope they're listening and stuff. And I want to thank them not only for buying me a few drinks, uh, but for just giving me someone to sit down and talk with and, and uh, you know, hang out with at this all-day festival. It was a good time. So Brent, as it turns out, is yeah. in a – he kind of – we ended up talking a lot about music, and he kind of yeah. like, oh, now Brent uh, hadn't heard of the podcast, actually. No. Yeah, that's fine. And, and yeah. of course, that's fine. And he was asked, do you just do ska or do you do any other kind? And I'm like, no, we just mostly talk about yeah. ska. He's like, well, I'm in a kind of a rock pop, pop punk band. And I'm like uh, – and he told me the name of it called Taking Days. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like I've heard of them. Um, and I think I had. And so I just wanted to give Brent a little bit of shout out. I want to play a little bit of one of their yeah. songs. Uh, it's off their... Um, hold on, I gotta look. Sorry, I gotta bring it up to look at it. Um, it's off their uh, most recent album, Every Second. The band, like I, like I said, the band is called Taken Days, and uh, we're gonna listen to a clip of a song called Giving Up. So this is Giving Up by Taken Days, off their most recent album, Every Second, and it's like a pop pop punk. Jimmy Eat World sound, so let's check it out. Step one, I gotta lose. Step two, get rid of you. Step three, skip straight to four. You've got five more minutes till you're out the door. So many hours and you're just too late. So that's a little taste of Taken Days. And, yeah, uh, that, that, that was really good. I'm glad you shared that with us. And uh, the whole album's really good. So if you like that style of music, and I do, so I was glad to check them out and uh, glad to give them a little bit of shout-out just to say thank you for hanging out with me and buying me uh, a drink or two. And um, also, sort of, a, you know, on the sa- in the same vein, um, something that was brought up when Jacob said to me that he doesn't get down with the whole, like, uh, Patreon thing. I do want to remind people, not only do we have the Patreon, where you get two bonus episodes a month and access to a Facebook page, but we do still have our, basically, our tip oh, the, jar. the coffee. Yeah, the tip uh, jar. Um, so if you go to our Instagram account, and in the profile, there's a link of a bunch of things. You know, the Patreon, where to listen to the podcast, as well as um, there's a thing that says tip jar and it says coffee, K-O-F-I. Yeah. Uh, you can just tip us there. So if you don't, or if you don't feel you can regularly afford to pay for the Patreon, but you do want to support the podcast, you can just sort of give us a tip whenever it's uh, convenient for you, whenever you feel comfortable. Um, that's another way to support us. 
Um, or, or, you know, if you don't got the money to spare, tell your friends about this podcast. Yeah. All, all yeah, good that, ways. That helps. Yeah. All good ways. Just on social media, they're like, check out these two goofballs talking about Scott. Yes. I like Matt. RJ's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for a full breakdown of... Yeah, wait. Give me the review, bro. It was, a, it was a really good day. It was a really good show. They're really... The lineup... Um, That's a stellar lineup. So there was... Uh, half past two, yep. bite me Bambi. Yep. Um, uh, the toasters, mustard plug. Um, Hepcat. Hepcat. Uh, the the agrolites and agrolites. You know, and, and then Hepcat, uh, and then Less than Jake. Jake. Yeah. And of course, everyone knows that we love. I love half past two on the show and bite me Bambi. They're Orange County favorites. I mean, Bambi is the only band on that lineup I've never seen. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. I just haven't made it out to a show, and it's yeah. unfortunately, I need to. I need to fix that. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, def- they're the newest band um, on the yeah, roster. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, and I was talking with some people at the show, uh, and we were noticing that pretty much all the other bands had been around for quite some time, other than Half Past Two and Bite Me Bambi. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think I know. I'm not sure how far the agrolites don't go back as far as Hepcat, Toasters, Less Than Jake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they might be, they might be around the same time as Half Past Two started. I don't. Yeah, know. like early 2000s, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, but like it just it was a good yeah. mix of newish bands with established acts. So, yeah. um, so that was great. So. All the bands were great. Like there wasn't like, oh, like, oh, these such terrible. Music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was never a moment like that. Obviously, you know. Okay, I'm gonna admit this. During, Uh-oh. during Mustard Plug and the Agrolites, I was pretty much just sitting over in the back in the shade. We were listening. We were enjoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we definitely during Mustard Plug, we were like, you know. Uh, Take sort of quote unquote taking bets of what songs they would play, and uh, <laughs> um, Jacob asked what what song do you want them to play, and I said you, and yeah. uh, and they definitely pl- and they played it, which um, for me I always feel like I never get what I want, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so but they played that, but we, so I didn't get any video because I was it was a long day, so those just happened to be the two bands I just was being lazy. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've been at all day Scott festivals, uh, especially in my youth. I went to one in a skate park, and there was a point where I'm just like, I'm just gonna take a break for a band or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could still hear them. You couldn't go anywhere yeah. and not hear them, and I could still see the stage. But you know, I was I was back in the corner and listening and watching and enjoying that way. <laughs> and so, uh, but they both of those bands were great to see live, and I've seen Mustard Plug before. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, um, most bands I'd seen before, except for Hepcat, the Agrolites, and Less Than Jake. Um, and I gotta say, like, I am now a fan of Hepcat. Like, I, not that I had anything. Good. I mean, I tried by playing them every <laughs> once in a while as my Scott pick. Good. Good. Not, not that I ever had a reason to not like them. I just, I don't know, just watching those two on stage, 
the two lead singers, they're just so enthusiastic about what they're doing and dancing. Greg and Alex yeah. always bring it. So that was just a good set. And, um, you know, Half Past Two and Bite Me Bambi, they were uh, doing great. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is about the overall festival, you could definitely tell that there were some people that showed up just for the free booze and then left. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, you paid $45 to get, like, just these tiny cups full of booze, like, shot size. I mean, I guess if in four hours, I guess you could probably drink $45 worth. But, I mean, they're bands playing, you know? Maybe um, they partied too hard too early. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, speaking of that, I did see, we did notice one individual who clearly... Um, was not going to remember the day, the next day. Ooh. <laughs> we, you know, when they're like holding on to, so there was a, you know, there was a divider between the VIP section and the regular people. Um, <laughs> and so this one individual, she was holding onto the rail for dear life and she definitely needed it to stand. Um, and it looked like at one point she was dancing with it. Like she was holding her own, but uh, you know, and I, you know, I, 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 she made it through no, no throwing up from what I saw and, and no falling over though. I was sure she was going to fall over at one point when she eventually let go of the rail and you see them doing that. Like they're like dancing, but then they take that one like leap forward, but it, she catches her balance and you know, yeah. um, so I didn't see too much like out of control drinking. Good, uh, good. Like they're just, they're just, I didn't see too much of that. Um, which is weird, uh, because even at like, you know, cause beer is a big part of this festival. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It d definitely seemed like most people were drinking responsibly. Well, you um, know, when it comes to a beer festival, I've been to a handful. Uh, it, it's usually the people who really like beer. It's not the people who drink to get drunk. It's usually the people that are like, yeah. You know, a little bit more like, ooh, I want to be able to try everything. But, you know, if you get too drunk, you can't try everything. Right. Cause they, so you got to really pace yeah, yourself. They're going to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even the people I was with, they were like by like five or yeah, like five or five thirty. They just cut themselves off and like no more. Like, yeah. What, what time did it start? Like noon? Uh, yeah. Noon. Yeah. Yeah. Noon. By five, I might have been on my fourth or fifth. Yeah. And if I know, was making a day of it and it's a beer festival and there's yeah. bands and stuff. Yeah. And it was weird. So the funny thing was, is before I knew what, how the water that you would get from behind yeah. the counter was before I knew that it was in what looked like a beer bottle, yeah, that it was water. It does do look like tall boys. <laughs> I saw like a 10 year old kid walking with one. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Are we in Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, maybe they're taking it to their parents, or they yeah. Uh, maybe it's empty, and they're throwing, going to throw away. What's going on? <laughs> but then I discovered it was water. And you know what? Everyone was like, I, I, I felt like I saw more people drinking water than I did buying. Well, if it's action. that hot, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a good time. It was just a great show. And look, Lesson Jake killed it. Like it was everything. Mm, they almost I, always do. Yeah. I everything I'd hoped that they would have done, they did. Every song. Um, that 
I wanted them to play, they played. Yeah, well, they usually play the older stuff, and they play the hits. Like. Yeah, they definitely played the hits, and yeah. they did play a good amount of old stuff. But they did play a couple of new songs, which I which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, one off the See the Light album. Um, oh, nice. They did play uh, Give Me Something to Believe In, and I thought that was cool. Um, they played a couple songs off the the newer album. Basically, the first song off the new album and um, the first single from it, which was a okay, lie cool. to me. So, uh, yeah, it was good time, and of course, yeah, they played the hits, and it was a good, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was very, very excited to see them. Um, so I definitely wanted to save my energy for them. So sorry, Mustard Plug, <laughs> I had to take a seat for a bit. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, good times, good, good times. Yeah. All right, so. Um, let's get into some ska news. Yeah. As soon as I bring this thing up. Rude girls and rude boys too. Grab your friends and listen to what we're telling you. I'm sorry, you might have heard, but damn it, you're about to kiss me in ska news. Yes, ska news, where we tell you about all the things that we can fit into a 10-minute segment. Uh, all the things? <laughs> of all the ska things that we can fit into a 10-minute segment. Um, obviously, it's not everything because, you know, we only got so much time. But first up, uh, this coming weekend, um, September 17th through the 19th, 2001 Supernova Ska Festival live stream. So I'm willing to bet if you don't have tickets to Supernova right now, you know, to go be there in person, you're probably not going if you haven't made plans. Yeah. Um, but you can purchase a ticket to see it live uh, at home. So whether you can watch it on your TV or your computer, whatever, on your phone. I don't know why you'd want to watch it on your phone. You forgot. Um, you should figure out how to watch it on your TV. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Superno Supernova International Ska Festival is the largest ska festival, uh, festival dedicated to ska music in the United States. Uh, nearly 40 bands and 30 hours of ska music, including Hepcat, the Scatolites, Slackers, Pie Tasters, Buck09, Mustard Plug, the Toasters, Bim Scala Bim, Chris Murray, Metascopheles, uh, Half Past Two, Catbite, Stop the Presses, and so many more. Uh, the festival will take place uh, September 17th through the 19th. So you can, I'll put a link in the show notes, and uh, you can buy a pass uh, for all three days uh, for $34. And then if you want to buy one of the days individually, you it's fifteen dollars, um, but I think thirty four dollars is a good deal for for that. But if there's just one day of bands you want to see, you can get it for fifteen. Um, yeah, so check that out. That's this coming weekend, the seventeenth through the nineteenth. <clears throat> Next up, we have our friends in Half Past Two. They are dropping a new video this Wednesday, the same day that this podcast is coming out. What? They are dropping a new song. So that means right now, a new song by Half Past Two is out. 
Oh my gosh, where can I hear this song? Uh, you can stream it on Spotify. Um, You're supposed to say, just hold on, RJ, right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're going to play a clip in a second. Um, and uh, so the new video is out. Check out the new video because I've seen it. Make sure you watch it because there is a uh, ska celebrity, celebrity <laughs> in the video. Um, so Spoiler alert, it's not me. <laughs> I said celebrity, not... Hey, now. <laughs> not regular guy. Um, all right, so yes, they are dropping a new song, new video called Scratch CD. Uh, let's listen to a clip of the song right now. <sighs> oh, shit. so much nah that is fun i enjoyed that thoroughly it's such a fun song and they played it live this weekend and it was great and i like i said i've seen the video and it's pretty funny um mostly because of the celebrity that's in it and uh yeah it's just a good fun song and they're they got the new album coming out in october and yeah all right next up we have uh, from uh, Death of Guitar Pop, they dropped a new album, Puka Sounds. I think that it's P-U-K-K-A Sounds. Yeah. And uh, on that album, they have the first track on the album that it uh, came out September 10th, just uh, this past Friday. And uh, we're going to listen to a track, the first track on the album, that is called When the Ska Calls. Oh, 
I like that. It's kind of like a a new wavy, like um, like two tone sound. Like if yeah, they're okay. Like if <laughs> I can, I, do I sense not so much excitement in your voice? Uh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've kind of liked them for um, I, their first album. I really liked. Second one I thought was pretty good. Um, I haven't listened to this one all the way through, but so far I've liked what I've heard. Um, all right. So, uh, RJ, is there anything uh, that I may have missed or left out or anything you want to highlight? Uh, oh, new single from Omnigon called Collapse. Oh, that yes. came out the other day. I think is really, really good. Uh, and The Inevitables put out a new EP called Doomsday Florida while we were on break. Yes, both of those are really good uh, releases. Um, I, you know, the uh, the Inevitables one is an inch. Both songs are instrumental, and yeah. um, they're really cool. Yeah, you know, they're like ska surf records. Yeah, I like so, it. There's yeah. a there's a LA band that used to do kind of the ska surf thing called the Boss Beats, who were really mm. good. Uh, they broke up, of course. Um, they put a few things out digitally for a while. I think you could still find them, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that Scott surf thing. I like it a lot. And, uh, Omnigon, of course, uh, just yells at you. So make sure. I mean, it's Omnigon. That's (laughs) what what you're getting with Adam. (laughs) That's what we signed up for, right? (laughs) Right. Oh, and, uh, uh, Codename Rocky put out, uh, cover. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm excited for, I know they've been working on, um, some new music i'm excited nice um and that'll be the first like official like release with their current lead singer um, oh cool because their last album the original lead singer recorded and then not too long after it came out he stepped away from the band so ah. this will be like the first release of the, the, the new, new singer dude. yeah so cool and i think it's great um nice. all right so we have a discussion topic, which also will sort of function a little bit of a as a ska history um, thing as well. Uh, so, yeah, will it? Well, because we're kind of pointing out there's been a history. Oh, of, okay, okay. You know, I was like that's. I wanted to dig more into that, and I just could not find. I I definitely tried. The time. I I tried to find you know and if anyone had done a write up on this in any yeah. way shape or form, but I think even Ed, hopefully we'll do is we'll point out s- some songs that have this theme yeah. and this connection, uh, and so what we're going to discuss is the connection between ska and beer, a long standing association, but uh, RJ is asking is it time for it to end. And yeah. so we're going to And me, the beer guy, saying that too, you know? <laughs> right. So it's sort of like, I feel like since you, you know, do drink beer and actually like it, and where I don't, <laughs> I, I do. somehow I have this feeling we're going to be on the opposite sides of this opinion giving. Oh, why would you say that, man? <laughs> I don't know. Mostly because you're posing the idea, the question. So, um, RJ, why don't you give us maybe a little bit of background to where you were like why you were thinking this is a discussion topic well you know so i mean it kind of goes back to like and this really seemed to start as far as i saw like in the two-tone era 
um, you know, when uh, ska collided with like the punk and the British working class, um, you know, there's a lot more uh, songs, you know, you know, extolling like, you know, kicking back and drinking some beers. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Bad Manners of all the, the two-tone bands kind of probably did more songs about drinking than uh, the rest, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't something that the specials didn't do. Uh, but, you know, and then that carried on into, like, you know, the, the American bands that were coming up listening to two-tone uh, records. So, like, the Boston's have, just on their first album, a song called Drunks and Children, a song called The Bartender's Song. Uh, you know, kind of like, yeah, it's a little bit like, uh, we're hanging at a dive bar drinking, but also like, Hey, we're drinking beers. Uh, you know, and, uh, Maggie May by the pie tasters. We even got songs from, uh, like real big fish beer. It's, you know, talking right. about drinking and that has been like a theme drinking almost exclusively beer, uh, throughout at least the late seventies, but really hit a Zenith somewhere in the nineties with the songs that were being written. Sure. Uh, and there was even a compilation called, uh, Scalcoholics Anonymous or was it hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous, something like that in 97, <laughs> all the songs were about drinking and some of them were new songs for that compilation too. Mm. Uh, and uh, the porkers also have a bunch of songs about drinking, uh, from Australia. So it's not just an American thing. Sure. And you know, like, back in the day i was like yeah that's cool like i you know and these songs are coming out i couldn't drink yet i couldn't drink till much later i was only 16 you know between 14 and 16 when i was getting into scott and you know it didn't really phase me much but you know as i've been getting older and i start thinking you know more about like the culture of scott and how beer's been a part of that i, I don't know if i need it to be anymore or even if i want it to be anymore to be honest um uh, i think one of my things that i i was when i was posing is this even a good worthwhile topic i was like uh you know it was uh you know i have the question was it kind of glorifying beer to an underage crowd which squicks me out a bit i don't want to be the person like yeah drinking beer is fun kids let's go <laughs> uh you know i like and also Scott's always had a big uh, straight edge, like, and, and like I said, younger fans that, right. that, that might be the last thing any of them want to hear you write a song about yeah. is uh, drinking a beer. I, I mean, obviously I probably put a lot of thought into this back in the day. Cause you know, when I, <laughs> oddly, I put more into it now than I did back then. <laughs> so like, um, I definitely noticed there's, you know, drinking is a part of, because like ska, you know, especially ska in the 90s, was mm -hmm. a lot of people will call it this like frat boy party stuff yeah. that was coming out in the 90s. And, and obviously I know songs like, you know, Real Big Fish's Beer. Um, even though there's probably like, I mean, I think even Real Big Fish has this, a song called Another Beer Song, right? Like yeah, even yeah, they're but... sort of poking fun at the fact that yeah. it's just like uh, another one, um, and you know, not being a beer guy in general, and, and being, I would have been under twenty one when I was first listening to bands, mm -hmm. um, and being a, a Christian, um, both then and now, um, yeah. but like, I was probably more like off put it off put by it back then than I am now. 
But even back then, I remember listening to, um, you know, when at the end of um, Cheer Up, you know, with Drunk Again. Yeah. I remember yeah. listening to that song, and I've never been drunk. I've never been so drunk that I can't remember, you know, the day's events or anything like that. Uh, stay that way. Even if you decide to ever drink a beer or take a drink, let's keep you on the, the not drunk train and yes. the non hungover. That's, yeah, that's I my don't, advice to you. <laughs> e- even the even the alcohol that I've tasted that I've, you know, been willing to yeah. at least finish. Like I've never yeah. finished a beer. I've yeah. I've finished a couple of rum and cokes, which are usually in the shorter glasses. Like yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. Um but um my point was is listening to a song like Drunk Again, because for me, that song, Drunk Again, isn't about, like, woo, drinking, party. Yeah, there's a lot of songs I would say that aren't about, like, we, we, beer, like, uh, another yeah. drinking song by the Boss Tones. Yeah. But when you first see that title, you're like, yeah, another drinking song. And then it's just like, yeah, no, don't, don't be drinking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, the point well, of that song. Well, like, even, you know, Beer by Real Big Fish, like, there's a... The the point of I mean it, he clearly and that song like the beer is the crutch yeah. for the the song's point of view which is right. also not a good thing I think to be you know extolling well sure but it's like if you're pointing out that it's a crutch it, it's kind of like the first step to recovery is realizing you have a problem so if he's singing from the perspective of this isn't good I guess it does come across as celebratory like. Uh, screw her. Let's just. Yeah, drink. I guess that would mean. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess that. Yeah, in that yeah. sense, maybe it isn't as. But even it's not it, saying it's a fun party thing, but it's also not saying like. Eh, I should. Yeah, I'll use this I to shouldn't solve do my this. Problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I the old Homer Simpson beer, the solution to and cause of all my problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess, I. Yeah, it does seem a bit weird to be promoting it so heavily that to, it's a part of the culture yeah yeah to an underage crowds because so many bands have said mm-hmm. they've even some have even come on this show saying more underage yeah. all or more more all ages shows not yeah more, more all ages shows. not more underage that sounds like a really weird I know, yeah, but I, by underage <laughs> we mean under 21 yes um, more all ages shows, um, yeah. which usually usually means no drinking, no alcohol yeah. being sold. Usually, but yeah. that's even changed too. It depends on the venue. I've, yeah, I think I talked about the Creeper Call in St. Louis. How they actually had a fence down the middle of the venue. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That that sounds a different kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> like like putting a fence up where people are drinking. That seems uh, <laughs> not wise. Um. So yeah, but like, yeah, I guess maybe it's, I mean, it's always that I think every artist has to put thought into what are they really saying about their experiences? You know, if, if there's a negative thing, you know, what are they glorifying? I mean, it's everything. It's every, from pop stars to rap artists, everyone, if you're, you know, um, you know, the question could still be asked, and I would say there are some artists that do a better job of, like, someone like Jay, Jay-Z, who talked about selling drugs, and a lot of people saw him as glorifying it. But if you really listen to a large part of what he's saying, he's not intending to yeah. glorify it. Yeah. Um, it, I think uh, uh, 
Big D in the kids' table. I think the few songs they've even sung about drinking are about like stopping drinking. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know, along these lines, I remember one time I was talking to uh, uh, Jer from uh, We Are We Are the Union and Scott's right. Network, right? And they said that uh, We Are the Union specifically does not write songs about drinking and about mm. beer, for you know the very reason that you know kids can't connect to that. They shouldn't be trying to connect to that. And so yeah. they're not a band who drinks. So why would they just to be ready song for, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's start a song about drinking. Because that seems to be something ska bands do. It's more ska punk bands, too, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with in that example, do you get the sense that We Are The Union is not writing songs about drinking? I wasn't sure. Did you did you say that they they all don't drink? Uh, they just don't feel the need to write the songs about that. I, I don't know the the uh, stance from all the band members, but right, that, that's right. not something they're interested in writing songs about at all. Yeah, and I get it from sort of like a, a sort of like a party um, atmosphere because I think even on the new album, I think Reed um, has a line where she says something about, and then came the drugs and the booze. Yeah, 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 but I think it's from the perspective of uh, mistakes in the past. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, so sure, and yes, they're they're not writing anthems, right? They're yeah, not yeah, writing yeah. like these woo party anthems yeah. about beer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get it, and yeah, I I mean that's pretty you know clear choice. But I also think that this is where. Um, I probably will harshly, I don't know about differ, but where I think parents actually are more responsible to what influences their kids to what degree. Because like, because I grew up, uh, I grew up in, you know, the nineties in the Christian community and I saw so much of conservative people and I grew up in Orange County and there's a there's a there's a good percentage of conservative people in Orange County. Um I remember even in high school talking with a a like a teacher who I would have assumed was pretty liberal when it came to things at the time. But the teacher was even saying like you know, kids are playing these violent video games and all this stuff. And I made the point of like, but I play those games and 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 I don't act out and all yeah. that stuff. And she's like, well, you know, you know, was you, were your parents present? I'm like, well, my parents are divorced, but my yeah, my dad's yeah. pretty active in my life. Um, so my dad was always around, and she was like, oh, see, that's that's the difference for you. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, that's kind of my point. It proves that it isn't the thing. Yeah. It isn't the video games that is hence the problem. It's parents not being actively involved in their kids' lives to discuss things like beer and drugs and, you know, all those other sort of hot button issues that are. You know, a lot and a lot of parents actually the way they approach it is so much just don't do it. Like, just stay away. Don't if someone offers you beer, run away. It's like 
yeah, that's not realistic. <laughs> like, it's not a real, <laughs> it's not a realistic piece of advice to just tell kids to like, just don't. Um, yeah. And you know, even if that's ultimately what you want them to choose, but you have to give them practical, you know, tools to navigate that. And, yeah, that's true. And you have to race kids to, for lack of a better way of saying it not give a shit about what their peers think of them. And that's really hard to raise kids to not give a shit what their peers think of them. Oh, Um, yeah. And so, like, so, like, for me, listening to bands talk about drinking, it wasn't some sort of temptation to me because I had no desire to do it. And maybe that's because I didn't like beer. I didn't taste it. (laughs) I already knew I don't like that. (laughs) But I think... And I, I, so many people I know, and you even told the story of like when you first drank, um, that you didn't like it. And everyone yeah. I know, you know, when I told the people I was hanging out with this weekend, you know, that I didn't like the taste of it. They're like, oh yeah, I totally get that. And I'm like, yeah. And I remember, I remember reading like uh, a report, I forget, uh, I forget where where I was reading this. It was an online magazine or something, and it was a known name. And it was just like, you know, no one actually likes the taste of beer. They, it's everyone's drinking it to be social. You know, yeah, I like it now. Yeah. Um, well, actually, <laughs> it was not specifically beer. It was actually alcohol. No one likes the taste of alcohol. Um, and that's the thing. I actually think that is actually true. Like, you have to put other stuff in alcohol to make it. You know, you can say the same thing for coffee. How many people you know drink coffee black anymore? True, that that is true. We just usually dump a bunch of sugar in it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a frappuccino. Um, (laughs) You know, and I mean that's how I got sold on frappuccinos. It's like a milkshake. I'm like, yeah, it really is milkshake with like a kick (laughs) with coffee in it, right? So, um, but so I think it's a combination of like, yeah, artists should care about what they're saying and how influential they are with the topics they bring up um as much as it's also parents responsibility to talk to their kids especially if we're talking about like young you know underage crowd if we're talking about that then yes it's parental responsibility to one be aware of what your kids are listening to and to just assume they're listening to all the worst stuff you can imagine. Just assume <laughs> it. Just assume it. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Maybe I've just become a prude, but I'm done with it. <laughs> I don't need more Scott songs about beer. We have I mean, <laughs> okay, so like that's sort of a different issue on one level. It's like, yeah, we subject covered, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Subject done. Like, if there is a good beer song, it already yeah. exists, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, but then you could also say the same, like. Love songs, they're done, right? We've, you know, so I don't know. Um, The last thing I want to do is limit what an artist can talk about, but, you know. Sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a huge connection. I mean, I think because concert going and hanging out and and being in a band, like there's just such a party atmosphere to doing it that, you know, you write about what you know, right? Uh, Or what, you know you experience but i um but i think you even pointed out in the message to me that you do see it sort of fading away as it does seem to be fading yeah because like you said i can't i none of the bands that are coming up now or that we're really paying attention to none of them are writing 
beer songs, right? Yeah, that's None true. That's we we don't have like a half past two beer song, right? I mean, even with half past two, I think you know the closest they. I would say they have party anthems where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go to the show and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sort of like real big fishes. You know, Scotia, like it's just a good yeah. time. But beer really isn't the subject matter. Yeah. Um, so you have songs like that, which are of course great and fun, and um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was ever a bad idea necessarily because I think people just write about what they do. Yeah. But maybe it's overstayed its welcome. and Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's like a bad association in general because obviously, you know, people should be able to drink and drink responsibly, hopefully. And, you know, even at this beer fest, that's what I mostly yeah. wit- witnessed. Yeah. I, you know, I only remember seeing one person. The one, was, the one person, yeah. Who was just out of it. And that seemed to be, yeah, there were some, probably some other people that maybe I didn't see. Obviously, it's a big, ve- a big yeah. outdoor venue that I did not come across everyone. But by and large, like, everyone seemed to be having a good time. And, um, yeah, so, I mean... I, I guess, in one sense, we don't need any more beer songs in the ska scene, <laughs> but people can still drink in the ska yeah. scene. Like, and beer festivals for ska or beer. Yeah, let's just be a more responsible uh, yeah. crowd uh, culture, I think. And I, I think we can do it. Like, well, you also, Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I usually drink a beer or a whiskey when I go see a band. Yeah. But You also pointed out, like, our... You know, sort of the straight edge, which I don't know if straight edge, at least the 90s version of straight edge really exists anymore. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they do. Well, obviously people who choose not to drink. (laughs) They certainly do, Matt. You just don't see them as much because you're not a kid going to shows. Oh, yeah. uh, Hanging out with the kids because... That's I mean, cool. that's that's the old joke. It's like a lot of people that turn 21 stop being straight edge. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's still plenty of people that do stick with it who've been straight edge since they were a kid. And yeah. and uh, they're in their 50s now. And, yeah, uh, I don't have, still straight edge. Yeah. I don't have a problem with someone doing straight edge uh, unless they're an asshole. Um, and I have met those straight edge people. But, you that's, know, that's so much not a problem with the straight edge philosophy as much as it is i know i've brought up my wife's favorite wrestler cm punk Mm -hmm. but one of his gimmicks was for a long time is that he was straight edge and the asshole kind of straight edge that was his gimmick he's the straight edge kid that's better than you which (laughs) is only really funny to like so many people i can't believe he got away with it for so long yeah (laughs) well you know wrestling's fake and uh gimmicks gimmicks work yeah um, yeah, so, I mean, but you were asking the question, like, does it alienate those individuals who are straight edge? And Yeah, I, I worry about alienating the kids that can't drink, maybe kids who came up through, like, alcoholic families and their sure. escape is going to a ska show. You know, that's what I, that's what I worry about. I don't want to alienate those types of fans um, coming into the scene because uh, it's a very fun and welcoming scene. And, you know, we yeah. can do better. And those uh, teenage kids, they got nothing but disposable income, and we need their money for teachers. Yeah. We need their teacher yeah. money. So yeah. n- now songs about how teachers suck and they're, no one loves <laughs> No, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Don't alienate the old people now. <laughs> I mean, I still think teachers suck. 
Um, I'm sure they do, but I can't relate to that anymore. (laughs) I don't have kids. All I have is even more disposable income. (laughs) I I don't think teachers suck because any of my kids' teachers suck. I just, I, I, I think teachers suck. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Heard it here first. Um, Matt hates education. (laughs) Yep. Just, what has it ever done for us? Make us smarter. No, it just made us disagree more. That's all it did. Uh, just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, so I guess no more beer songs and but yeah. beer and drink responsibly at shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. all right. See, we weren't so different after all, Matthew. Well, I'm just. I mean, I guess there's also a part of me that's still like, I don't know if some band wrote a cool song about beer, I'd probably be all over it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I would tell you, like. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I totally get why bands like We Are The Union are choosing, I'm all for yeah. people choosing to take a stance on an issue, Yeah. but I also think you have to realize that not everyone will think that way about said issue, and that it's okay that if, you know, it's not, now if someone writes a song like, hey, all you underage kids, get a beer, then I'd be <laughs> like, sneak booze. <laughs> Right. Here's how you five ways to sneaking booze from your parents. Like then I'd be like, okay. Do you have a cool older cousin? Do they want to stay your cool older cousin? Yeah. Or someone writes a song about how they love to buy underage kids beer. Yeah. yeah then yeah. I'm gonna be like, okay, we don't need you. <laughs> but if someone says, you know, writes a song about like, I mean, I think even Suburban Legends had a song, you know, called Saturday Night on their last album where they talk about hanging out with friends and going and having drinks. Like, I don't, I just don't have a a real problem with, you know, adults writing about adult things. You know, it's, you know, I mean, yeah, I just, of course you have, you have to be mindful, I guess, of your influence and, you know, uh, who's at your shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but to each to their own, I guess. Another fine RJ topic discussion, which ends in eh. meh. <laughs> 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 Everything I come up with kind of ends. Up. I think the discussions are worth having, but I don't know if we ever land on anything. Yeah, I mean, more or less worth saying, and hopefully yeah. it gets uh, people to think about this topic as well. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, I never would have put much thought into it because I, I guess, I, I guess I felt like to a certain extent. You know, in the 90s, being a younger Christian and stuff like that, I just sort of, like, gave up. Like, that's just the way people view the world. And I just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I know who I am. I don't yeah. I don't need the rest of the world to, like, bend to my viewpoint yeah, yeah, yeah. to a certain extent. Um, And if they're, as long as they're not condoning or, you know, sort of pushing... You yeah. know, uh, illegal activity with minors or something like that. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's get on a plane. Ooh, a uh, plane, you say? Uh, because we haven't done this one in a while. No, we haven't. It's been so, so long. Uh, let's get on a plane um, and do some ska around the world. 
Hello, this is your captain speaking. We've reached our cruising altitude of 5,446 feet. I've turned off the fasten seatbelt sign. You are now free to ska around the world. Ah, oh, I've missed that. I've missed that <laughs> intro. We don't get to play it's it enough. It's been a while. It's been a while. All oh, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're like, no stained. <laughs> um, all right. Especially RJ. not now. <laughs> uh, RJ, tell us about the band you were going to highlight for oh, us. Oh, first I'll tell you the country we're going to. Oh, yes. It's Costa Rica. You forgot the whole format of this, man. Yeah, it's been too long. It's been like four months or something, <laughs> yeah. five months. I don't know. It's been way too long. Uh, this uh, this month, uh, this time we're going to Costa Rica all for right. a, uh, a band called uh, Percante. Uh, that is Spanish for mishap. Mm. Uh, I, I looked up all the translations if I could get them. They're a uh, nine-piece uh, band. They started in around 2006. Uh, they managed to put out their first album in uh, 2010. It is named Danda Ira a Parar. Uh, that's Spanish for Where Will It Stop? And I'm so sorry, all our Spanish-speaking listeners. I am very bad at Spanish. Um, Same. But So I picked out this song. Uh, it's uh, one of the songs off that album. It's called uh, Era El Mundo, which means turn the world. And it's uh, also their most popular song on Spotify. So I'm really on to something picking this song for him. All right, let's check it out. to dance to yeah i think there would be a lot of fun to go see to be honest yeah uh so so they did another album in 2015 they did a live album in 2016 and then since uh 2017 they've just been putting out singles uh and uh that includes this one from uh 2019 called somos los dos uh which is spanish for we are both and i'm gonna share that single with you right now
awesome. Yeah, they uh, used to regularly tour uh, Central and South America as well as Mexico. Uh, of course, they haven't been touring due to COVID, but uh, once that subsides, they'd really like to finally play the States. And I would definitely be at their show if they make it up to the Los Angeles area. Cool. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. All right. I was really happy to find them. I was like, what's a country I haven't haven't even thought about looking for a Scott band? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Costa Rica. I've never looked. Betcha I won't find. Ooh, ooh, there is. Are they good? Ooh, they're good. Are they still active? Oh, they're still active. This is perfect for Scott <laughs> around the world. Awesome. Awesome. Well, with that brings us to the end of another episode. But, of course, before we really head out, we yes. do have uh, our Ska Picks of the Week. And I told RJ that I th- that my Ska Pick of the Week would surprise him. So yeah. I'm just going to play it for him. Oh, okay. No and preamble. No All preamble. Right. We'll, we'll give... So okay. for those listeners who want to look up the band afterwards, I, uh, <laughs> I will definitely tell you who the band is afterwards. Yeah. If you don't already know who it is. So let's check it out right now. loved this song actually for a while i think the first time i ever heard it, it actually wasn't the hepcats playing it um i the think hepcats whatever hepcat <laughs> hepcat uh hepcat wasn't playing it i think the first time i ever heard that song like real big fish they had a they had a live dvd and in the middle of i can't remember what song it was off the top of my head they kind of broke out into this song Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. This is, where's this from? I actually assumed it was like much older than it actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it definitely has that old school vibe to it. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I just, and of course, Hepcat played it live this past weekend. And I was just like, this is such a good song. Mm -hmm. And the vocals on it are so great. I even think it's, I think it's even better live, to be completely honest with you. This, I feel like this doesn't, this recording somehow doesn't do this song justice. They're one of those bands where if you only know them from like their albums, like you think these guys are great, those are great. But then you see them live, and you're just like, yeah, oh, they're so much better live. Like sometimes you get bands where the CDs are kind of eh, but the bands are great live. Mm-hmm. No, this is not the case. Their albums are still fantastic. Yeah, they're even better when you see them live. Yeah, I just 
So yeah, I just I kind of I just fell in love with them. So I'm definitely going to be listening to them more as time goes on. Yeah. Um, and I because they're such a you remember that uh, part in um ska pick it up ska in the 90s where they oh, talked yeah. where they talked about like we would do these shows with sort of non-ska people and they didn't know how to dance to our music. Yeah. That's why we started dancing on the stage and doing what we do and I'm like that makes perfect sense. Like yeah. it's just it's it's like those people are telling you how to dance yeah, to this, this is thing. How you enjoy this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it's just such a smooth song, and it's really fun to sing. So I'm a sucker for just a strong melody and oh, fun. Uh, Matt's and... Matt's getting away from the ska punk. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Don't worry. Next week, it'll be some song that melts your face off. Oh, All ska right. punk. Yeah. <laughs> The funkiest ska punk. Yeah, it'll there'll be no ska. They'll just yeah, be <laughs> just be a metal song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, RJ, tell us about your ska pick. So I, I mentioned earlier that this CD I'm trying to make this mix for my friend Jeremiah, and it's making me revisit a lot of things. And one of those bands was Bad Manners, and uh, one of their songs, uh, Lorraine, is a song I just I love it, and I just always forget about it until I like look into it. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Bad Manners, they're pretty good. And Lorraine's a hell of a song. So I wanted to share that song with everyone here today so they don't keep making the same mistake I do. All right, let's check it out right now. Yeah. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. And I am 100% musically ignorant to what the song is. What? what? How do you not? Oh my gosh. It's Metallica. Oh yeah? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Metallica. <laughs> Were you never into... Dude, I was listening to ska when I was 14. When was I supposed to have my metal and Led Zeppelin phase? The exact same time one. is what I'm telling you. The exact same time. <laughs> All of it. Um, and I was this never... Like indie rock when I was a kid, when I was listening to ska. Come on. Now, truth be told, I wasn't really a, into metal as much. Uh, I definitely had, you know... Metallica just upset so many people that listen to this show. Yeah. I'm absolutely sure of it. <laughs> By saying I wasn't into metal that much. And, and, and saying I had no idea what that song was. Oh, that you... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus, to me, that's such a... I thought it was such a known song from Metallica, but I guess not. I, I kind of built my own musical world. I like. If I'd played oh. Inner Sandman, would you have known what that was? Yeah. Okay, okay. Boston's did a cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Actually, the, the Boston's version almost came out before the Metallica version did. Oh, really? Because they were both on Mercury Records at the mm -hmm. time, and they they were their Metallica fans, and they got to hear like a promo copy of the album. Oh, uh, and they're like, "Ooh, well, we're on the label. We can do a cover." And the label's like, "Cool, yeah." Uh, and they put it on an EP for "Where Did You Go?" And then the Metallica record just kept getting pushed back and oh. pushed back and pushed back to there's not that much time in between uh, when the Metallica version came out and the Boston's version. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And sad at the same time. All right. Yeah, so and it was almost a case where 
theirs came out first. Wow, that would have been <laughs> funny. Very close. All right, so here's uh, RJ's pick from Bad Ma- <laughs> from Bad Manners. Here we go. song it's really catchy and kind of dark perfect rj song (laughs) awesome well once again we thank you oh by the way i can't tell you um how many times at the show this weekend oh i can twice um (laughs) how many different people told me that their favorite part of the show is when i interrupt your scott pick Gosh, so. <laughs> darn it. <laughs> like, they're like, everyone's like, it's so dumb, and I should see it coming every single time, but they're like, I die laughing every single time. Yeah, the, I think the best part is, it, is that you don't do it every week. No, yeah. So that's, it's a surprise to me and, and the listeners. listeners think, right? Yeah, it's a good bit. Yeah. It's a good bit. Darn it. <laughs> At your expense. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we appreciate everyone for listening. And checking out the podcast and uh, supporting us any way you can, whether yeah. you're jumping on the Patreon or you're tipping us or you're just sharing the podcast, yeah. you know, via your social media, you know, uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen um, to the podcast. Uh, I know uh, iTunes does a rate and review section, so wherever you can rate and review the podcast, please do so. That really helps us at least yeah. get seen by new people and uh yeah help spreads the word of the show so uh once again we appreciate you listening and until next week keep listening to ska you've been listening to on the upbeat be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available be sure to follow us on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash ontheupbeatska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.